What's going on? This is your NXT Cruiserweight Champion, Leo Rush. Make sure you listen to the Wrestling POV Podcast. You guys absolutely rock. You're incredible. From the man of the hour, Leo Rush. Good morrow to you, sirs and ladies of the wrestling POV community. Here on the spotlight, we have the hot break kid, Shawn Michaels. Is he the best in-ring performer of all time? Then we have the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. Is it overhyped? And then, of course, we have the hot tag news, Damian Priest. Is he ready for the main roster? This week in wrestling, all this and more with your host, Tony Diaz. Ricardo Serrano III, Elio Canella the first, and of course, Miguel Cole, all on a new episode of the Wrestling POV Podcast. What what was that? <laughs> that 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 was just my inner Britain person. That was out. British. <laughs> that was old old English. Old English. <laughs> old English. Now is there a difference between that and when you impersonate Matt Novak? <laughs> yes, because when I impersonate Matt Novak, I do the old the cranky one. You know the people over there. Matt, if you're listening, please verify if this is true. <laughs> Matt Novak, he's got the Cogni accent, you know what I'm saying? Jesus, man. Good morrow to you. I'm, so, I'm, I'm listening to it and I'm like, what is he doing? <laughs> oh, man. I love the Brits. Uh, yeah. I love the Canadians, too. Yeah. I love the Americans. I love the we, world. We love, we love them all. Um, and that's what we're about. We love everybody, and that's why the show's called Wrestling POV because we 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 value everybody's point of view. And yes. um, yeah, that's it, I guess, right? <laughs> of course. You, you threw me off with that accent, man. I'm like, what <laughs> accent is this? Okay, it sounds like a, a snobbish uh, someone from the UK. Oh. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, snobbish. Yeah. Cheerio, Cheerios, and cornflakes, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're, well, we're getting closer, we're getting closer to the rumble. Yes, rumble. I feel the rumbling. This, I'm telling you, it, this will always be my favorite pay per view of the year next to WrestleMania. Um, and I did hear, you know, I'm not jumping ahead to my my rumors, but uh, now I'm hearing that they don't want to do, uh, they don't want to have fans there. Uh, now Ooh. they're saying the reason why is because it's a big hassle to take down the Terror Dome or the Thunderdome. I'm on, I'm on public enemy there. Do you hear that shit? <laughs> Welcome to the Terra Dome. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, they're saying that um, it's a big hassle to uh, tear down the, the Thunderdome and then to put it back up, blah, 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 you know, with the screens and shit like that. Just yeah. to put hands in. I'm like, serious? Serious? <laughs> Come on, uh, man. Oh, my Lord. Actually, you shouldn't know, have, wouldn't you rather have a live crowd in uh, the exactly. screens? Yeah. 
You would think, right? Like you, you, you would get, get a natural reaction from, from our live crowd. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of that, um, yeah, we were talking earlier uh, before we started the record button uh, <laughs> about uh, any kind of surprises or anything like that going on for the Royal Rumble. And Elio, you came up with a good one. Care to share? So I was thinking about this uh, the other day, being Royal Rumble, one of my favorite pay-per-views of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of, and of course, the one element I love about the Rumble is the surprise entrance. And I was thinking, mm-hmm. CM Punk surprise entrant goes on to win the Rumble, goes on to WrestleMania to main event against Roman Reigns, who will have Paul Heyman in his corner, and who else was a Paul Heyman guy? CM oh, Punk. Right. See, you didn't, t- you didn't say that part. You only said the other part. You didn't throw See, out the this Paul is Heyman why part. Elio. This is why Elio deserves a raise. Because you know? <laughs> he, he's smart. CM Punk, best in the world. Best in the world! <laughs> yes! Well, but, but the fact that he threw out Paul Heyman, too. That's a... Yeah. It, it, I know to most people it doesn't mean shit, but it does mean shit. It means a lot. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. uh, CM Punk was a Paul Heyman guy. Right? Yeah. But... You know what? Just to even throw out more shit to this story that you came up with, Elio. Just imagine at WrestleMania, it would be CM Punk versus uh, Roman Reigns with uh, Paul Heyman there. And then during the match or towards the end of the match, uh, Brock comes out. And it's, mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Then what? It, it, that would be one Damn. of a main event. And then after Brock Lesnar interferes, Curtis Axel comes out. Huh? 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 You know, no? he's, he's still Rick, in the rumble. He never got eliminated. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Rick, you know, we had a good thing going with me and Elliot. Me and Elliot, we had a good storyline built up. We had a I mean, good, there wasn't a we, we had there a wasn't good card. Guys. We we had a good card happen. We had a good storyline happening, and that you know because we know Vince listens. And you know, yeah. to the show, and you know, Chris Jackson's gonna win the Rumble. You just <laughs> fucked it up. <laughs> you know, Vince right now is probably thinking that Rick's around the third. He just fucked it up. You're fine. Wait, so, Vince, you know let's have him win the Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> Vince is like, yeah, I know we're Curtis jumping all over the damn place, but speaking of, of Curtis Axel, where the fuck is he? He didn't get released. <laughs> Bo Dallas no. didn't get released. Where the fuck are no. they? You would no think clue. that they would they would have been the first ones to get released, right? Yeah. Instead, they 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 released AOP. Yep. <laughs> think about that. Believe. But speaking of missing persons, where the fuck? I, I mentioned this in that little private chat, but where the fuck is uh, Matt Cardona, aka Zach Ryder? I believe he's a free agent. Yeah. He's he signed with he's AEW he... to make like five or six appearances. Yeah, and the, that was like a uh, sh- um, a short contract. It wasn't one a long contract. Yeah, yeah. He's playing with his toys. Oh, oh. <laughs> gotcha. So who knows? He's probably got his podcast going there. Yeah, uh, right. with uh, Brian Myers. I was just curious because you know he was the big hype over there in AEW, and then uh, all of a sudden. Uh, he disappeared. Gone. Vamos. Yeah. Vamos or Do we really care? Do we really no, care? No, no, we don't. <laughs> uh, you, uh, you want to do spotlight or you want to do the uh, just the. Uh, yeah, let's get All into right, the we'll spotlight. Spot. Go ahead, let's Turn it on, dude. Turn yeah, it on the brother. spotlight. Yeah, brother. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, brother. 
Um, Shawn Michaels is this week's spotlight participant. Now, Shawn Michaels recently, Ric Flair said, and this is big, Ric Flair said Shawn Michaels is the greatest in-ring performer of all the time. Of all the time. I can't believe it that Ric Flair would actually say this. But then I started doing my homework. Is that why you picked Shawn Michaels for this week's spotlight? Absolutely, Tony. Okay. All right. Well, I'm just wondering because... Like, uh, we had, uh, what was it, Hot Tag? No, not Hot Tag. Um, what was that thing we did with the tag teams? Uh, who's Sean? Who's Sean? Who's Marty? And yep. he was involved in that. And then he, he's involved in a lot of our discussions. And we all say a lot of negative things about him. So That's true. <laughs> I mean, being a huge Bret Hart fan, I have to say negative things. But, Tony, I did my homework <laughs> okay. on the spotlight uh, participant this week. And I'm just going to... Read off a lot of his accolades, okay. And we'll see if he was performer of the year. Maybe it'll change your mind, you, you and Elio's mind. Okay, mm-hmm. the Baltimore Sun has said and this is the newspaper mm-hmm. says that the feud of the year he won that in 2008 against Chris Jericho, in 2007, he had match of the year against John Cena, in 2008, match of the year with Ric Flair at WrestleMania. 2009, match of the year against The Undertaker at WrestleMania. 2010, match of the year against The Undertaker at WrestleMania. Wrestler of the year in 2008. And I'm not done yet. PWI, the Pro Wrestling Illustrated. Feud of the decade with Chris Jericho. Feud of the year with Chris Jericho. Match of the decade against Ric Flair. Match of the year against Marty Jannetty, 1993. Match of the year, 1994, against Razor Ramon in the ladder match. Match of the year, 1995, against Diesel at WrestleMania. Match of the year, 1996, Iron Man match against Bret Hart. Match of the year, 2004, against Christian Waugh and Triple H at WrestleMania. Match of the year, 2005, against Kurt Angle at WrestleMania. Match of the year, 2006, against Vince McMahon. Match of the year, 2007, against John Cena. Match of the year, 2008, against Ric Flair. Match of the year, 2009 and 10, against The Undertaker. Most inspirational wrestler of the decade. Most inspirational wrestler of the year 2010, most popular wrestler of the year 95, 96, ranked number one of the top 500 wrestlers in 96, ranked number 10 of the top 500 wrestlers in 2003, and Hall of Famer two times. That's not even mentioning his championship accolades. Three-time WWF champion, one-time world heavyweight champion, three-time intercontinental champion, one-time European champion, one-time tag team champion, five-time Raw tag team champions, won the Royal Rumble twice back-to-back. He was the first ever Grand Slam champion. He was the fourth ever Triple Crown champion, and he won the Slammies 15 times. It's Shawn Michaels, the greatest in-ring performer of all time after hearing all that. Elio first and then Tony. I'd I'd say yes. I mean, look at all those accomplishments. And, um, yeah, Intercontinental Champion, World Champion. This is a Grand Slam Champion, two-time Royal Rumble winner. I see, yeah. Wow. I mean, yeah, Tony, big big shoes to fill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but now, all these accolades and all these uh, accomplishments were according to who? According to PWI. <laughs> oh, fuck that. To... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I... I guess when when you had had a bad experience with someone, it's kind of like you don't care about their accolades, what they've done. Um, mm-hmm. 
what the accolades were. I mean, what the what the experience was. I I think I mentioned. No, I did not mention it, uh, and I won't. Um, I don't want to burst anybody's bubble, but uh, no. I mean, my thing is, is that uh, is he a great performer? Yes, I, I can't take that away. Um, the thing of it is, like a lot of his arrogance, and, and it's not just the bad experience I had, but it was it was just hearing a lot of shit from people too. How much of a prick he was, how he was with Vader, you know, mm-hmm. in that one match. Uh, I don't know what pay per view it was, but uh, just that one match he had with him, and listening to the story behind that, I'm like, damn. Do you realize, bro, that Vader will really fuck you up, and you're gonna be like that with him in the ring? Are you crazy? But I mean, I th- I think what boosted his career, and everybody could agree on this too, is just the fact when he did the uh, the super kick heard all around the world to Marty Jannetty, and that's what yep. kind of elevated his career. Um, is he uh, is he that good? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I just think his arrogance and and the stories that I've been hearing about him it just throws me off and. Uh, for me, it's hard to say. Like, like I'm. Right. I know if you did you your can. homework, Rick. I know you did your homework and you did all that. But that would have been hard for me to even say. To do, if you, know you what I'm take, saying? if you take, if you take the stories that you heard behind the scenes and you just put in his work, mm-hmm. his resume of work. Uh, you know what? Do you uh, think he's uh, the greatest uh, ever performer? I wouldn't say he's the greatest. No, I still wouldn't say he's the greatest. But he Who would you good. say he was good? And and a lot of them were memorable, um, because even before I heard these stories, I was like, "Damn, Shawn Michaels is good." But even, like I said, even before that, you know, the, the stories, I've never was like, "Wow, this, this guy could be the greatest." You know what I'm saying? I, yeah, this it's not my my thing. I I think. All right, like Justin Bieber. Let's just throw this out there. When he was out there, Oof. all the women was after him. You know what I'm saying? Eh, he, girls. Girls, uh, did you see? <laughs> yeah, I mean, did you see a lot of boys saying, "Oh my God, Justin Beaver"? You, you know what I'm saying? I said, "Did I just call him Beaver?" I did. Uh, <laughs> but he is Canadian. He, is he really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you know what I'm saying? It, for me, it's like as a as a guy, and then seeing some a kid like that, it's like, ew. Is he successful? Yeah, he's successful. You know, he's got all. Of, you know, that's how I look at Shawn Michaels. <laughs> Is, okay. is, you know, everybody wanted all the girls are like, Oh my god, Shawn Michaels! Oh, oh, oh. And I'm like, Ah, shut up. So, what he's, he's looking at you and other women at the same time. So, I mean, give it a break. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, though? I mean, <laughs> but that's how I felt. But the in ring work was good. I will never d- doubt that. The, 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 the promos that he's done with when he was with DX was hilarious. Um, so I can't take that away. But was he, for me, in my opinion, I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't see it. I don't see it. Um, but I can't take away the stuff that he's done. Does that make sense? You know? Yeah, I mean, I just, it, it, what it sounds like is the, not to mention his name, but Chris Benoit. <clears throat> yeah. That's how people look at him, you know? Yeah, people yeah. try to separate the crime I'm yeah. not saying that Shawn Michaels is at that level. Right, right, but, right. You know, try to separate what he's done in the mm-hmm. ring to what he's done personally. Yeah. That's kind of fucking difficult to do. It is. And but, that's how I felt so, I feel about Shawn Michaels. And, yeah. I, and and again, like you just said, is we're not comparing 
No, we're not. We're not saying John no. did it. It's just that's just my point of view. That uh, you know, like when I started to hear these stories about Shawn Michaels, then I was just like, I'm not interested, dude. You know, and it's hard because like even when uh, the Dark Side of the Ring, uh, when they did the 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 one with Chris Benoit, you know, I think Jr. said it. You know, will he ever be in the Hall of Fame? No, he won't. You know, can you do you take away the things that he's done <clears throat> and for the for the industry? You can't take that away because he was good. Um, but the, the you know, the other thing, like you can tell Jim Ross had a hard time even making that yeah. comment, you know. And and again, we're not comparing the two, we're not, but that's just how I feel, you know. Again, like when off air, I'll tell you the story of uh, the bad experience I had with him, but you know, just not just with me though, personally, just the other things. And I'm just like, damn, bro, you can't, you can't treat people like that. And, and like yeah. I said, when I heard the story with Vader, I was like, damn. And Vader let him talk to him like that. You know what I'm saying? Well, he that did eliminate Yokozuna and Vader at the same time. Well, <laughs> what's that tell you? What's that tell you? <laughs> Unbelievable. What's that tell you? You know, but, but just the simple fact that, that he, he was making these comments towards Vader. I'm surprised Vader didn't yeah. come up. But, yeah. you know, Vader was at a position where it's, it's his job. And, yep. and the thing of it is, they swolled up Shawn Michaels' head so much that he can say things like that and get away with it. Um, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, it's hard for me to cast my judgment on what he has done in his career compared to what I've heard him, of him as a person. It's like, no, I wouldn't. I would never vote for that man to put in any kind of like even if you say a Mount Rushmore okay the greatest yeah. of all time a Mount Rushmore he would not be on it for me he wouldn't okay he wouldn't. who who would you say is the greatest in-ring performer well there's The Rock there's Sean uh, uh, Steve Austin there's <laughs> Shawn Michaels, Shawn Michaels. <laughs> um, but there's uh, <laughs> The Undertaker Ric Flair uh, Mankind even Bret Hart uh, Bret Hart yeah I mean it's just those guys, what they have, and John Cena, I would even include. I know that was wow. that's a big Mountain Rushmore, but um, but just listening to the things, okay, like for example, I'll give a big example. Uh, John Cena, um, I've you know, like you know how people were saying that oh he likes to bury guys and this and that. I don't yeah. in that shit. Just like they were saying the same shit about Roman, but yet Roman was taking the pin a lot of times during that time. But like with John Cena. He was always the first person there and the last one to leave. You know what I'm saying? That shows a lot of, about somebody that wants to make sure he's the first one there, but he's also the last one to leave, make sure everything's all right still. You know, would would you ever hear that about Shawn Michaels? No, you wouldn't. Um, just the other things like, um, like I heard a lot of good stories I've heard about John Cena. <clears throat> so if we were to talk about that, yeah, I would say Absolutely. I'm a hundred percent agree because um, not only his entering work, even what he does outside, uh, I haven't heard really anything bad, but with Shawn Michaels, it's just really hard. Now, uh, did he change his ways when he became a Christian and all of his, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to say no. And the reason why is because of what happened, uh, Remember, we talk, We even talked about it, too. It was the one Raw. I think he, it was when Randy was fucking everybody up, and Sean didn't sell. 
He still didn't sell. Yep. Remember? Yep. That's what yep. that's what I'm talking about. And he's still, it's like, so did he change a new leaf? He probably did. He found God. He's not into the, the sex, drugs, and rock and roll shit. But then yet he's still arrogant. He's still yeah. arrogant to the point where even at that time, he didn't even sell. And it's like, really, yeah. bro? Bro, you still like that? Are you? St-? That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm uh-huh. talking about. So it's well, really difficult. I know this was like a 20-minute answer, but... <laughs> <laughs> it's really Not difficult right. for me to to say that he was like uh, the greatest of all time. I I just can't. Well, when there's other people out of him, I, I I'm probably gonna shock the world with my answer. Now everybody knows I'm the biggest Bret Hart fan of all time. Um, but after doing my homework and looking over some of these matches, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's hard to say that he's not the greatest in ring performer of all time. The things that Shawn Michaels has done. And I'm not just saying what Sha- See, Bret Hart to me is the greatest technical wrestler of all time. And that's different from what Shawn Michaels is capable of doing. Now, Shawn Michaels can go toe-to-toe with Bret Hart in technical wrestling. But when it comes to selling, there's far far in between that comes Shawn Michaels to sells mind better than Bret Hart. Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Shawn Michaels is a great seller. He's a great technical wrestler. He can also high fly. You know, that's something mm-hmm. that Bret Hart doesn't do well. Right. When it comes down to the overall package, Shawn Michaels has every single box checked off. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have to agree with Ric Flair. And yes, Shawn Michaels is the greatest in-ring performer of all time. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, there was that time period where it was he, he, he wasn't around from 98 to 2002. He wasn't around. And yeah. when he came back, he came back stronger than ever. He came back putting people over like Chris Jericho and mm-hmm. having great matches with the undertaker and, yeah. and uh, Ric Flair, you know, mm-hmm. um, go back to his days with the rockers. Great tag team. Move the moved around AWA two time tag team champions. I mean, the razor Ramon match, the ladder match, huge. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. His charisma, his theme song, mm-hmm. everything about him was just like, this guy is probably the best. And, and you know what? If I take away his bullshit ass attitude out of it, I have to say he's the great because it is. It's a terrible attitude. Very I hate him for it. Very yeah, bad. Yeah, it, it was bad. DX, I wasn't a big fan of DX. Oh, I mean, I, I was saying suck it with the rest of them. Huh? <laughs> I was saying suck it with the rest of them, but I wasn't like, I wasn't like, oh my God. You know what it was? I think Triple H made it sour for me. I wasn't a big Triple H fan, but. Uh, <laughs> But I mean, but I do this to... way, though, for them to come up with those two words uh, and mm-hmm. to still people do that shit today. Isn't that yeah. amazing? Isn't that amazing? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. But I have to give it to Sean. I think, yeah, I think Ric Flair was right. He's not always right. But I think this time he was. Uh, Shawn Michaels is the greatest who, who performer of all time. Uh, Ric Flair or Shawn Michaels? Shawn Michaels. Really, you still think that without without even a, without a shadow of a Elio. doubt, Shawn Michaels. Elio, who do you think is the better, better, uh, Ric Flair or Shawn Michaels? I mean, I'm gonna go. I'm still gonna go with Shawn Michaels. Like, yeah. you know, Ric Flair even said himself, like he wasn't the greatest. Like he had like he had like a limited. Uh, well, I mean, he's saying that just to say that, but I don't. Mm. No limited move set. Limited move set. That's like, true. Like, he, 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 his whole, his whole <laughs> yeah. character was uh, yeah, Shawn was, Michaels uh, is better than him. <laughs> His old character was that uh, party lifestyle. Yeah. 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 And there's a promos. 
Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I agree to a certain extent. Put it that way. Darren Metzler, Metzler, Metzler. Uh, he said, uh, "In-ring performer, yes. No big now, big draw. Not even top twenty-five." So. Mm. <laughs> Clay Cummins is definitely the best in-ring performer of all time. Josh Sanders says, "Yes, he was." AJ Styles is uh, the closest to him. So that's true. I do see that's- a lot of Shawn Michaels in AJ Styles. And, um, but I think, I mean, they're kind of different, kind of different, but, um, a mirror image of Sean a little bit, not much. I wouldn't go as far as that, but, um, yeah, yeah. This one is just hard for me to even cast my judgment. Cause, uh, just a simple, well, you did. like I said, yeah, I did a, a very long one at that. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, all right. Uh, do you have anything else for Spotlight? Uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what, what happens in the coming days. Um, we'll see what we come up with. Uh, there's a couple of names on my list that I'm looking at here. And uh, we'll see. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I love the Spotlight thing. It makes me makes me do a lot of work that I need to get. <laughs> it makes me understand the business more. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that's fine. It's all good. It's all good in the hood. Um, all right, let's go on to another post that you put up, Rick. Is the Dusty Rhodes Classic uh, tag team classic overhyped? Now, why would you why'd you post that? By the way, you know what? Next week's spotlight, Dusty Rhodes, because I, okay. I really need I really need to hear this about Dusty Rhodes, Tony. I first of all, I hate the Dusty Rhodes tag team classic. Do you really? It, it is a terrible tournament. With makeshift tag teams that just don't make sense. Mm-hmm. And this year they got 16 teams. 16 yeah. teams. That's a lot. That's a lot of teams. Yeah, that That's is a lot. a lot of teams. My Jerry Seinfeld's <laughs> coming out. That's a lot of teams. Um, <laughs> it's just too much. <laughs> it, it's, it's just too much. And it, t- Dusty Rose wasn't a tag team guy. No, Why is it a know, tag that's team what tournament? I don't understand. He, I mean, Why obviously he he did. I think every wrestler in their lifetime was involved in a tag team match in one form or another. You know, even though we might have seen them as a single star, you know, obviously they've wrestled elsewhere. Um, I mean, Dusty's done tag teams, but he wasn't like a tag team specialist. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Um, like, uh, like who's a, a good tag? Well, Street Profits, you know, right now they're a tag team specialist. You can't have one without the other, even though I still believe that um, Montez Ford is a breakout Montez star. Ford. But, uh, you know, yeah, no, that makes – I didn't even think about it. I don't even know why they did that. Like, if it was, a, it was a regular tournament, not a tag team, I could fall behind it. But yeah. the tag team, really? What, what was the thing behind it? I have no clue. And, and and again, who's participating in this tournament is a big deal. It just doesn't make sense to me. Like, why are we having makeshift tech? Like last year's winners, wasn't it Matt Riddle and yeah. Pete Dunn? Pete yeah. Dunn, yeah. But even like what? in years past too, I think another one was Finn and Samoa Joe, wasn't it? Yeah. Didn't they yes. win at Finn Balor and Samoa Joe? Yes. And they weren't even a tag. <clears throat> if you're gonna do it this. Just, have the right tags in there, and then now they're even involving the women. 
which is even worse. That was actually the 2015, the first Dusty Classic dollar smoke show. Yeah, there you go. It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. You have the other previous winners, Elio? Yeah, uh, 2015 was Smell of Joe and uh, Ben Ballard. 2016, Authors of Pain. Okay. Then 2018, That's... it was the Undisputed Era. Okay. 2019, okay. Foster Black and Ricochet. And last year, of course, the Brothers Wings. <laughs> it just, <laughs> well, majority of your teams are uh. makeshift teams. It just doesn't make sense. You're like, you need time to build these tag teams to be credible. Yeah. Like, yeah. why are we having these makeshift teams? But, and I'll get into but, it but with NXT. But no, I was going to say, the women. Now the women. There's not one tag team in NXT right now. Well, not one. Carter and Catanzaro. Well, they, 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 they started singles. Yeah. And then now, like the past several months or whatever, they started to become a tag team. And, they, and I'm pretty sure they did that because of this, uh, the Dusty Rose Classic coming up. And for me, I'm sorry. It's like, uh, uh, you got to be kidding me. You got to be kidding me. What I would have liked, though, what I would like to see, honestly, is Peyton Royce and Billy Kay yeah. invade NXT to go into this tag team tournament and win it. Yeah. And win it. Because they are the, the true tag team women. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. It is. And... I think the next closest I would have to say would be Ruby and Liv Morgan. Yeah. I think would be the closest next to the as a tag team. But this uh, I know why they're doing it. And it, and it's and it's um honorable that they're doing this for Dusty Rhodes, obviously. But it doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. I mean Elio, Elio, what are your thoughts on this? Because are we talking out our ass or Okay, no. Um so <laughs> This is the first time I'm actually seeing the Dusty Classic from the beginning because mm-hmm. I didn't really get to see much of it NXT when the first one happened. So when I kind of like the tag team, the tag team matches, but then I'm, I was looking at all the past winners and I'm looking at all these like <laughs> odd, odd pairings. I'm like, yeah, this is this is, this is not good. Yeah. I don't like it. I like tag team. I like tag team matches. I just don't like this Dusty Classic. These teams, some of them don't make a lot of them don't make sense. Yeah, it it just doesn't. I mean, honestly, the only one that made sense when you read off that list was AOP. Yeah, that's it. And undisputed era. AOP. And, and well, yeah, yeah. But uh, when I look at tag teams, I look at a team. And like this AOP. this one we have right now, grizzled young veterans. Yeah, that's a that's a team. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And oh, and yeah. I'll tell you this. It's also you have six. They used to have eight teams. Now it's sixteen. Sixteen teams. Yeah. I just it's too They're much. I don't want to see that much. Three team, three tag team matches on NXT this week. Mm-hmm. I could not stand it, especially when it's so predictable about who's gonna win yeah. the match. Yeah. You know, come on, man. Yeah. That's true. So yeah, I. I have a lot to say about Dusty Rhodes, and I'll save that for next week's spotlight. Mm. But is the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic overhyped? One hundred percent, absolutely, it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, you know what? Honestly, I agree with you to a certain point. I think it is overhyped, but they're doing it wrong. Just yeah. like we just said, uh, it shouldn't be a tag team tournament. It should be just a regular tournament. 
Just do it. Just a, a Dusty Rhodes Classic. That's it. That's it. Yep. Not Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic Tournament. No, it, it doesn't. It it does just doesn't make sense. It really doesn't. It, it'll be just like a, you know we were just talking about this, but it would be like if it was a Shawn Michaels Tag Team uh, Classic. Would that make sense to you? If it was yeah, that, if it was Shawn Michaels. What about Steve Austin? Would it make sense if it was a yeah, Steve of Austin course yeah. tag team tournament? <laughs> <laughs> no, it wouldn't. No. You know, The Rock or, or any of those, The Undertaker tag team class. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> tag team doesn't make sense. So people out there, if you're wondering, that is what we're talking about. Dusty Rhodes wasn't really a tag team specialist, not in my opinion. And 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 I know I know what people are gonna say. Yeah, but he had a lot to do with NXT. And yeah, yeah, he was helping build tag team. Yeah, he was helping build people backstage. You know what? Pat Patterson did the same thing. You know what? There's a bunch of other guys that did the same thing. Yeah. That are not being named. Yeah. Why why have the women's tag team tournament be called the Dusty Tag Team Tournament too? Yeah. Why can't it be named after a woman? If you're just putting people's names on things, why not have the Medusa Tag Team Tournament? Exactly. You know? Yeah. Or not, not um, Medusa. Um, what's the uh, the one lady's name? Not not uh, fabulous Moolah, the other lady. Oh, May Young. Mm-hmm. Well, they already had the May Young Classic, so. But yeah, yeah but they I'm could have saying, had. But that's a perfect example right there. The May Young Classic. Yeah. That's fitting. Yeah. And because it, it's not yep. a tag team, <laughs> but I'm just saying, you know, even if they, uh, what, uh, I don't know. Clay Thomas, he said yes. He's all. He's ready. I can see him. Oh wait, shoot, wrong one. Uh, yeah, wrong one. I have, I, I have one. one. I have uh, a Steve Stryker on Twitter. Mm-hmm. He said this. Uh, Steve Stryker actually appeared on our uh, Wrestling POV quarantine episode this past week. Uh, mm-hmm. Make sure you guys check that out on YouTube and on audio on iTunes, YouTube, Poppy, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and TuneIn Radio for free. Right. Uh, Steve Stryker says it's not about hype; it's about respect. The tournament is an homage. It could have been the Dusty Rhodes Mini Putt Classic. Same premise. <laughs> wow. Jesus. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I get paying homage to him, but it's still overhyped, Steve. I'm sorry. I mean, this is 1,000% overhyped. It, it doesn't make sense. You want to pay homage to him, do it in another way. I mean, yeah. Dusty Rhodes gets a lot of credit. And you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm glad. I'm happy for him. He's, he's paved the road for a lot of these NXT people. Yeah. Uh, uh, and a lot of them always say Dusty was there for me. Dusty was doing this. Yeah. Congratulations. I'm glad Dusty was there for yeah. you. But yeah. at the end of the no. day, why are we naming a tag team tournament after him? Yeah, yeah. But see, you know what though? I agree with you, Rick, to a certain extent. Um, yeah. And the reason why I'm saying that is because, like, like you just said, the when they st- first started doing the Dusty Rose Classic, there were six teams, right? Eight teams? Eight, teams. eight teams. Eight teams. That was fair. That was enough. Where it became overhyped is now. That's yep. so. Yeah, I agree on that. Elio, what do you what are your thoughts on it? Yeah, eight eight is a good. Sixteen is a little much. Yeah, that's a that's a double. <laughs> you, don't, yeah. you, don't, you don't need that many teams. But, but I think with the with the question of is the Dusty Road Classic overhyped? I think now it is. Uh, yeah. like last year's and when it first started, I would say no because it was an eight teams. Okay, that's that's good enough. But then now they doubled that. It's like whoa, whoa, that's too yeah. much. So yeah. that part of it, yeah, I agree that 
it's it's overhyped. But uh, in years past, like if you threw this question out last year, Rick, I would have I would say no. But yeah. you know, you did it because it started this year. But then now they added eight more damn teams. Yes, yep. it's overhyped. And then on top of that, they, they're doing the women. <laughs> yeah, and some oh. of the matches are appearing on two hundred five live. By the way, I don't know if some if anybody caught that. No, uh, I know. Drake Maverick and his partner Killian Dane, they won their match on 205 Live. So I guess they're trying to get people to watch 205 Live. Wow. Which again makes no sense. 205 Live with a tag team tournament match. Dude. But yeah. Um 43% of the people say yes, it is overhyped. 57% say no, it is not overhyped. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. But yeah. uh yeah, there you go. Yeah. So if uh, anyone else has any questions or comments, throw it on our Facebook page and we'll be glad to answer on air or on there, but we'll still do it on air. Um, oh. All right. You know what? It is time for the wrestling news from around the world. Take it away, Rick. All right. Before we do that, let's get into some birthdays. <laughs> all right. Ruby Riot turns 31 years Jesus old. Christ, Happy Rick. birthday, Ruby. <laughs> Happy birthday, Ruby. That's all you get out of me. <laughs> I can't wait for Ruby Riot wins the Women's it, Royal Rumble. Oh, boy. If she does win, I will say that. I will try to say that on <laughs> that weekend's episode. Jeez. <laughs> I'll try. Um, Abdullah the Butcher turns 80 years old. Yes, Abby. Yes. He got on Facebook Live the other day. And uh, he had a nice big cake for his birthday. Nice. Wait, happy birthday. It was uh, fun. Raquel, Ra- or should I say Raquel, Raquel. Rosales turns yeah. 30 years old. Really? She's yeah. growing on to me. All right. He's right. growing on to me. And, yeah. and let me tell you something. Um, if we had the most improved wrestler, she'd be it. She'd yeah. be it because remember when she first came out and to now it's like wow that's a big big and, difference and she's now pre- she's adding the Raquel Gonzalez yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh, uh, I tell you she's gonna be one to watch out for for yeah. sure uh, Casey Catanzaro turns thirty one years old no kidding yeah right, she looks look. like she's nineteen she's right? thirty one right <laughs> um. <laughs> The, the one guy whose name has been mentioned on the show more than anybody and still hasn't appeared, Jim Duggan, turned 66 years old. <laughs> Waiting, Kenny, you fucking right? guy. Right? <laughs> we'll get him. Okay. Uh, Matt Riddle turns 35 years old. Yeah, yeah. I've been hearing stories about him now uh, yeah. being surfaced about his contract. Um, yeah. Apparently, yeah. Apparently, he turned down the deal, but then they're saying, oh, he took the deal, and then now it went back to, no, he did not take the deal. Uh, deal or no deal? Deal or no deal. What the hell? What's the deal? But uh, they said ah. that it was somewhere around, I know, right? I'm good. And uh, it was somewhere around like 400000 a year for the next two years or something like that, but there was some incentives into it, too. But uh, yeah, right, as of right now, he hasn't signed. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Kelly There's Kelly turns sorry, 34 sorry. years old. Sorry, not to cut you off, but there's two people that has not signed. Uh, Ricochet is one of them. No, don't say that. That's, That's a lie. What I heard. That's Ricochet what I heard. is signed on. Ricochet is signed on till 2024. That was uh, 
Yeah, it was busted. The news from that that source uh, got dragged on the internet. Oh, it really? Got dragged. Yeah, because Ricochet was like, "Who told you this?" And yeah. then he tr- they try to blame uh, Brian Alvarez. Is it? Mm-hmm. And Brian was like, "That's not me. <laughs> I did not say that." <laughs> so, wow. oh, Pro Wrestling Insider, they're the oh, okay. ones that got. Uh, they're the ones really? that leaked that. Yeah, really. And they're, they're, they're getting pretty their names dragged. Yeah. No shit. So yeah, we we can replace them. Huh? We can replace them. Absolutely. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yes. I think we already did. Yes. <laughs> All right. So just with this source. Yeah. Uh, Kelly Kelly turns thirty-four. Kelly Kelly. Oh, there you go. Happy birthday, Kelly Kelly. Uh, Bull Buchanan turns fifty-three. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday. Yeah. And last but not least, Shane McMahon turns fifty-one. Are you serious? Yeah. Holy shit. Didn't... Money, money, money. Yeah. I didn't see. Wow. All right. Well, hey, happy birthday. <laughs> All right. With that being said, it is now time for the wrestling news from around the world. All right. Now, this next thing I'm about to talk about is funny because it's funny and it's not funny. Steve Stryker, who appeared on uh, Wrestling POV Quarantine last week, mentioned this as one of his favorite segments, and it was the Lita and Edge sex segment. Mm-hmm. Recently on her Twitch, Lita announced that she did not, yeah. did not want to do the live sex segment and was uncomfortable. Yeah. And that she was threatened to be fired if she didn't yeah. do it. And this is why Lita shortly left after that. Yeah. And was buried on her way out. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on this, guys? Yeah, I mean, for, I don't know, man. For me, it's like that era, um, I don't want to say set the boundaries, but that era, um, they did things out of the ordinary. They did things to attract ratings. They did a lot of things to to make the brand better, and they did. Um was it a little bit sexist? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would say so with all the bra and panties matches, this thing that just happened. I wouldn't put it past Vince to threaten Lita with that, too. Um, at the same time, um, I know this isn't, uh, uh, I'm not trying to justify it either, but it is a business. He is paying these people. They agree to do whatever they need to do. To get on TV and and as a pro wrestler, um, and Rick, you should know this too. You're gonna try to get your face exposed as much as you can in the business. So you got you do what it takes sometimes. Um, yeah. Uh, who knows what Lita was getting paid, by the way? So yeah. Put yourself in a business point of view of I'm paying these guys a lot of money. I think this is a good idea, and I need you to do it. Well, I don't want to do it. Well, then you're fucking fired. Then you know what I'm saying. You got to look at it at both. Yeah, ends. but is it I, appropriate? I way, is Tony, it right? But... I'm gonna say no. It's not right at all. Yeah. Don't put them in the predicament yeah. or put them in a situation where they're uncomfortable. I totally agree yeah. with that, and I will stand by that. That. Yeah. But as a business, if I'm asking a person to do something and I'm paying them, and I'm asking them to do something, and they say no, and they don't give me a, a legitimate uh, reason why, then I, I would be like, yo, I'm paying you a lot of money, man. Just do it. I just want to see what happens or get a reaction or whatever. 
Um, I wouldn't do that. If, 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 yeah. if, but even like if, like if, let's just say if some produce, like if I'm in Vince's shoes and some producers or whatever came to me and says, we need to do uh, uh, Edge and lead a sex scene in the middle of the ring. I would say no. I would say no. Yeah. Oh, but I think it's going to be great. It's going to lead on to this and this and this and this and this. Okay. You know what? Hold on a second. I would bring Lita. I would have brought Lita into my office and be like Lita. Um, they're throwing out an idea of doing a sex scene in the middle of the ring. Blah blah blah. They're saying this is gonna elevate your career. They're saying that this is gonna be this and that that. that. And if she told me straight up, just like she did say, "No, nah, I don't want to do that." Okay, what do you want to do then? What What do you think would yep. be good? You, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Would, That's the way it should have been done. It should be. Yeah. And and I would give her that much respect because, you know. But if she says she would do it, okay, no problem. You understand what I'm exactly. saying? But if she if if I was in that position and if she told me no, I would okay, no problem. Let's let's think of something else then. What do you want to do? So yeah, yeah. and the, and that's the that's the huge difference. I think Dawn Maria was mm-hmm. was like she was comfortable doing what she did with Vince McMahon, but Lita wasn't comfortable doing this, so it should have never right. happened. And right. then no. to have her lose her career over it, that's right. a shame as well. It is, you know. And that's a um, Vince's ego shit. Yeah, you know, that's his ego saying, "You don't do what I say, I'm gonna fucking bury you." And that's yeah. unfortunate, you know. He shouldn't. Elliot, do where are you at with this? Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree. Um, if uh, she was uncomfortable doing this, uh, come up with uh, another idea. There are like, there, there are a lot of ideas out there that you yeah. all, a lot of alternatives you could have uh, come up with. And, and Aside from that, like, yeah, um, but to lose like her career, like seeing you fired, yeah, you know, and that that's that's just not right. But but not only that though, I've never seen Lita, um, or Lita isn't for me in my eyes. She's not that type of person. I've always mm-hmm. seen her as a really great performer in the ring. Someone yep. like like Tori Wilson. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I, you know. You understand what I'm saying? I've Don Marie. See, yeah. Don, yeah. I like those women. I can see. Okay. That's that's fitting for her. And I'm not saying that in a disrespectful way. You look at Lita. It's like, why is she doing sexy? I don't know. I don't. Know. Um, I don't yeah, think. And I'll say this. That. I'll say this. That uh, I I told Steve when he mentioned that this was one of his favorite segments. I said, this is what made me stop watching wrestling during that era. Oh, really? I looked at that and I said, this is terrible. I don't want to watch this. This is not wrestling. And I turned it off. And and you know what? There were a lot of fans that came back to wrestling because of that segment. Yeah. But they also lost a lot of viewers. And I was one of them. And I was just like, no, this is not wrestling. This is terrible. I don't understand what they're doing. Yeah, there was actually a point that was around uh, that uh, time that I actually uh, stopped watching. I was like, I still watch it, but like not as, not as often. Frequent, yeah, yeah. Um, that's probably one of the scenes that, yeah. If, if someone told me that was a, one of the greatest scenes, I, uh, no, no, it wasn't. But no, I did hear that <laughs> too about what Lita, that she was uncomfortable doing that. I did hear that, so. Unfortunately. All right. Our, our next bit of news, Michelle McCool and Axe from Demolition both have COVID. Oh, really? So we're hoping, we're wishing them the best. Oh. Um, remember, guys, continue to wear your mask, wash your hands. It's still not over. Um, and, and, and you know what? Teach your kids, too. Te- yeah. The teenagers nowadays, they think, I'm sorry. 
they just think they know it all. And, and the reason why I'm bringing that, and I'm glad you brought that up too, is because I went to the mall yesterday. I needed to get some new sneakers because I was squeaking. So while I was going into the mall, the, the the guards there were kicking out three teenagers because they weren't wearing a mask and they refused to wear a mask. And the one teenager girl, she was screaming on top of her lungs like, ah, I, I, there's other people that's not wearing a mask. You ain't kicking them out. I'm like, oh my God, just shut the fuck up and put a mask on. So teach your kids. Don't look at other people. Think about yourself. Exactly. You know? Exactly. <laughs> but teach kids. Teach them. Tell them. It's like yep. that was always, like that was always taught. Never look at what other people do. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. 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 Fucking fed up. All right. And, and my last bit of news, and I saved this for last because I I got a ha ha and a hee hee out of this one. Oh. Um, Jim Cornette recently spoke out and stated Johnny Gargano should be given a coach's contract and that he doesn't belong in WWE NXT television. Cornette says Gargano knows all the moves really well, but isn't a television personality people want to see. Oh, boy. <laughs> my man, Jimmy C. Oh, now he's Jim Cornette. That's my man right now. I can't believe it, man. Wow. He's spot on. This was probably the most... Uh, most I've ever agreed with Jim Cornette in my life. Spot on. That's exactly how I feel about Johnny Gargano. He wow. is not a TV personality. I don't want to see him on my TV. Not because he's a good heel, because he just sucks. And yes, I said it. He sucks. Yeah, you know, you you want to talk about overhype? That's him. He's yeah. overhype. He is overhype. Yes. Jesus, man. Oh, can't stand that guy. Jim Cornette. <laughs> Which one? Hell yeah, Jim Cornette, right? What'd you say, Rick? It's, I said, which uh, one is your man, Jim Cornette? You no, know, it's, it's, not, it's not too often that I agree with uh, anything Jim Cornette says, but uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> this one he's got it right. I, I can't send Johnny Gargano wow. on my screen. There's, yeah, yeah, no, I have to agree with you guys. I have to agree. Yeah. That's funny. Though. All right. Well, well, that's all we got for the news. On to the rumors. All righty. Jay White is rumored to be going to WWE, and how yeah. some some in the company said uh, they some in WWE have even gone out of their way to speak highly of him. So absolutely. I mean, that's somebody I want for sure. Mm-hmm. If you, you know, if you fans don't know who Jay White is. Check out New Japan Pro Wrestling and yeah. find out who he is because yeah. the guy is legit. Now, it's funny because um, tagging off of that, uh, the Young Bucks, I guess, tweeted something about uh, Jay White going to AEW. So, I, I mean, know. that's a good spot for him, too. I mean, it is either spot. I mean, he would probably mm, the storytelling <laughs> in AEW is not that good, man. No, it's not. It is I don't know what not. he would. I don't know what he will walk into, honestly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, look at Mira. I'm sorry to say that. Yeah. Now, out of all the WWE guys that went to, now, John Moxley's not included in this conversation, but all the WWE guys that went to AEW, who do you think is the most successful so far out of the guys that they signed? <laughs> and is there in AEW? You, you honestly yeah. going to tell me that Miro is succeeding in AEW? Did he really? Did he even get a title shot of any kind? No, he's, he's not yet. Just, he's doing these ridiculous matches. Uh, seriously, we're really doing it. Are we really doing this with the and, and, and AEW is supposed to be the shit? Yeah, I haven't not seen um, 
probably the exception I would have to say is John Moxley, but John Moxley's been yep. at the beginning. I'm just talking about acquisitions that they that went jump shipped over there. Yeah, I don't see it. Uh, John Moxley's probably the only answer I can give you, and that's a damn shame. When everybody else, when everybody else in AEW, and I'm talking about the top guys, and I say this every damn week, and people just don't seem to get what I'm saying, is that the top guys in that company are the ones that own that company. And you guys yep. aren't seeing that? You guys are okay with that? Get the fuck out of here. Anyway, uh, Dalton Castle is a free agent right now. Ring of Honor has apparently offered yeah. him a good deal, but he's exploring his options. Uh, yep. He's another one. Where will he go? He would do well in AEW. Yeah, you think? I see him doing. Yeah, Jay White is too big of a name to go to AEW. I feel, yeah. but Dalton Castle, I think he could fit in pretty well in uh, AEW. I like that fit for him. Okay. Elliot? <laughs> yeah. Um. Jay White and he, Jay White and WWE. I can see that. Yeah. What about Dalton Castle? Castle? Yeah, Dalton Castle AEW. Really? Okay. Is Dalton yeah. Castle bringing the boys with them? <laughs> <laughs> no, the boys. Uh... <laughs> uh, all the members of Retribution, except for Mustafa Ali, were offered new three-year contracts worth two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. This is significantly yep. lower than past deals offered uh, to acts moving to the main roster. Yeah. It's still a lot of money, man. That's still a million dollars they're going to make. What are they doing with retribution? I have no idea. (laughs) You know what? That would be a good question to put on our Facebook page. I'm curious to see (laughs) what everybody thinks of that, but it's true. Where's where's, where's retribution going? Where are they going? What are they doing? And uh, we we actually actually talked about it on Global, that uh, one uh, tweet from uh, T-Bar. Yeah. yeah, with Sammy Guevara. Yeah, with yeah. Sammy Guevara. Yeah, yeah, unreal. But but even still, two hundred and fifty k a year for the next four years. They're making a mill in that four year. Is it a yeah. lot? Yeah, that's a lot of fucking money. Two hundred and fifty k a year is a lot of money for doing something that we know is not going to last. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> it's not what they want. I get it. They, it's oh. not what they want. They want to wrestle. They want to no, be there. They do. You know, I get it. The, but, but the thing of it is, there's no kind of story development with these guys. They no. did in the beginning with the invading and da 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 and this and that. Okay, so then now what happened after? You know, you know I what just, I'm saying? I just hope four spots don't get taken up in the Royal Rumble for them. Oh my God! I forgot about that shit. Jesus Christ! That's right. I forgot yep. about that. Oh. If anything, I would put them on the kickoff show. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, but but it's WWE. Just because they made it in the kickoff show, they'll probably still be in the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> double duty guy. We're paying you two fifty k a year. You're gonna be in the kickoff show, and we're gonna throw you in the Royal Rumble. Just don't be in there long. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Ah. I didn't think about that shit. Yeah, that's four spots wasted. Well, yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. I was going to say about Mia Yim, but she's only one. Yeah. Now, are you guys prepared for this rumor? Let's do Hold it. Hold on tight. This is a big one. There's at, uh, there's at least some speculation that Adam Pierce won't end up being uh, Roman Reigns' opponent at Royal Rumble. After all, oh, serious. Check this shit out. You know who they're saying? Who? They're saying that Kevin Owens will get that spot. 
Get out of here. Do I bring in all the good news or what? Wow, man. And you know, come on. It's funny because that happened on SmackDown. Say what? Knew it. Say what? It happened on. Yeah. It that did? rumor came true already. So right, you well, knew. You know what? When we go on break, I'm going to have to watch SmackDown. Because I, did, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Oh. When we go on break, I'm going to have to watch SmackDown. Elio, <laughs> <laughs> oh. it's okay to call him out on his bullshit. I know. Elio's like, wait a minute. Let's go down here. Should I call him on his bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> you can, Elio. It's a big spoof. <laughs> All right. Injury. Uh. No injuries this week, so we're good. We're wow. Good. Wow. Yeah. All right. Um, let, let's go into the hot tag news, shall we? Yes. Damian Priest. Is he ready for the main roster? Elio, is he ready for the main roster? Yes. I think he was. Uh, I think he's been ready for the main roster. Really? And uh, I, can see him, I can see him going to Raw. Just, I just hope uh, like, they let him be himself, like what he's doing on NXT right now. Let him be himself. Don't mess with the character yeah and he needs to go without the needle dick on his head <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna say he exactly. is ready i agree with elio he is ready man let's just let him go he's a big man he's a tall man and he's very athletic and i think he still needs a little bit more work as far as promos go but everything mm-hmm. else, he's 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 ready. I think he's ready, but the storyline needs to fit. Uh, if they're gonna throw him in a bullshit storyline, it's gonna damage his career. I feel. Rick, I am going to say no. He's Damn. not ready. Uh, Damn. I, you know, Elio said something that stuck out to me, and it was about character. What character does he have? He it just seems like he just. We don't know what he's supposed to be. You know, I've been, you... I've I've uh, been asking myself that for for a while since he debuted. Like, what is his character? Yeah, he's supposed so to be like a like a rock star, like okay. living a rock star life. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's what he okay. that's what he said. Yeah, yeah, he said his yeah. character is like supposed to live the rock star <laughs> life. And, I totally you know, see that. Yeah, and, right. Yeah, sarcasm. Yeah. <laughs> um, so mine, right, right. It doesn't. It just doesn't. It just doesn't add up with his in-ring abilities. Like his in-ring mm-hmm. abilities yeah. has this like kickboxing background, right? Yeah. But then you're throwing this rock star thing in there. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, well, how's he gonna fit in the raw? It's right it's, if he's a, if you have Elias there. Who's yeah. the real rock star? You know, yeah. Elias well, no, at least can play an instrument. Yeah, that's true. But like according to him, it's the rock star lifestyle, not yeah. the rock star, but the rock star yeah. lifestyle. That's what his character is supposed to be. It's a rock star That's lifestyle, a- not a rock star, but a rock star lifestyle, which is, you know, partying, women, except the drugs, obviously. But okay, that yeah, That's it a doesn't make sense. It is, it and is. then the bow and arrow, the, the bow and the arrow, arrow yeah. Yeah, the Archer of Infamy. I mean, we can't. Where, have where, him, where does this fit in? But we can't have him going in as Robin Hood now, can we? So what, no, what kind no. of character? What, <laughs> so what kind of character is um, Damian Priest? The the answer I, I'll tell you, Carrying uh, uh, Cross. Like to me, he comes across as a hitman. 
right? Yeah. It, yes. Safe to say that. But is yeah. he? No, he's not. He's not. Um, Damian Priest. Does he really come across as a, living a rock star lifestyle? No, no, I don't think no, so. Have him. It's totally I, different. I, I, listen, have him as a fucking biker, bro. Have yeah. him like, like, have him as a, yeah. And, I like and, to party. And, and, and like I'm to not trying to be roll. racist or anything, but a biker isn't necessarily white, you know. Yeah. So he could no, be exactly. a Spanish biker. That's fine. And and you know yeah. what? I would agree to that type of style and character than this rock star lifestyle character. Because then it would make sense, honestly, with yeah. the whole bike if he was like doing a biker gimmick. You know, yeah, it would but make sense. You know what it is, Tony? Like as much as that makes sense, again, the kickboxing doesn't really go with that kind of character. Like when you That's think of a, a, a biker you think of somebody that is like a brawler. A brawler, but yeah. But this that dude is throwing kicks and throwing, yeah. like, axe kicks and stuff like that. It's just like, okay, wh- what What can we do with this guy? It's just, <laughs> that's why I say he's not ready yet, because we, we don't know what he is. Yeah. We don't know what he's, we know what he's capable of. We just don't know who he is. Yeah. And um, it sucks. But I think uh, Royal Rumble will be his debut, and I think it'll be a good debut for him. Yeah, that would be a good debut. Clay Cummings, he said that, yes, he is ready. I can see him doing big things on the main roster. If WWE doesn't screw it up, I think he's got a great chance to be a dominant heel if he, if given the right opponent and story. So basically what we all just said now, that's a, that's a good question, though. Um, he goes to the main roster. What is he, a heel or a babyface? You know? I'd rather him babyface, honestly. Yeah. No, I agree with that. I like him as a babyface. I like him as an arrogant baby face. Arrogant. Yep. Uh, Josh Sanders says, yes, I want to see him and Roman in a title match eventually. Eventually. Oof. Yeah. Oof. That's a big, bold statement. Yeah. Eventually. Eventually. Yes. E- eventually, yes. <laughs> eventually. Is that the, <laughs> the word of the day? Eventually? Eventually. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. I don't know, bro. I what you guys just said was a valid, valid statement. I agree with both, but I still think he's ready. I still think he's ready. But I, I do agree. They really need to define what the fuck he is. <laughs> because I think a biker gimmick would work. Absolutely. Um, but I also think, and since we were on the subject with Shawn Michaels, when Shawn Michaels turned heel and his character was developing, what kind of character was he? He was arrogant. He was living yeah. like a rock star also, in my yep. opinion, because mm-hmm. he the drugs, sex, and rock and roll, right? He was living. Yep. That was that was his style. So is it similar to what Damien Priest is doing? Is Damien Priest yeah. a newer version of Shawn Michaels? Whoa, Whoa. that's a bold statement right there. Uh, <laughs> it's comment. It's question. <laughs> question. No, he's not. No, so, he's not. I'm just saying, is, is, is the personality and character the same? No, he does. He does have that personality, and I can see that, definitely. So, and, and listen, man, he has, listen, the guy has it all, right? He has yeah. the, the, the physique, he has the look, he has the sex appeal. Mm-hmm. He has what, it, what people want to see. Yeah. It's just, what are you? <laughs> 66% of the people say, yes, he's ready. 34% of the people say, no, he's not ready for the main roster. Wow. Wow. Well, looks like he's ready. So put him up there. 
Um, (laughs) All right, that's it for the hot tag news. Um, Yeah, if you guys want us to talk about any kind of hot tag news you want us to discuss, throw it on our Facebook page and uh, we'll consider it and we'll talk about it on on the show. Um, That was a good one. I thought, you know, is he really ready for the main roster? I mean, there were talks of it in the past month or so. Uh, I guess he was at a Raw show and he was at a SmackDown show and they just never used him because it didn't make sense for him to interfere in Roman's match and say that him and Kevin Owens were buddies. It just did not make sense. And Kevin Owens pointed that out and he said it doesn't make sense and I agree with him. So, uh, yeah, you know what? Let's take a pause. Uh, When we come back, we have... This week in wrestling. This is the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to the Wrestling POV podcast. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you go to prowrestlingtees.com slash wrestling POV and purchase a shirt today for $19.99. We have four different shirts. We have a wrestling POV logo. We have a wrestling POV global t-shirt with the legend and gentleman name pointing up and down. You don't want to miss out on that one. We have the Miguel Cole t-shirt uh doing some spray painting and then of course we have our catchphrases t-shirt you don't want to miss out on this great opportunity 1989 plus shipping and handling go to prowrestlingtees.com slash wrestling pov also go to collardoublebrand.com save yourself 10% by using promo code wpov yes there are Mm. other people out there with promo codes but we have the best promo code wpov make sure you type that in for 10% off on all your collardoublebrand.com purchases today also, I just got to mention this guy because he said he's going to get us Hacksaw Jim Duggan, but we haven't heard from him in a while. Kenny Casanova, the biggest hater we know. Go to WOHW.com <laughs> today. Purchase a book written by Kenny Casanova for great names like Brutus the Barber Beefcake, Vader, Kamala, Dangerous Danny Davis, Tito Santana, Sabu, and more, including comic books and uh, Cactus Jack and the Beanstalk, Sabu and the Three Little Pigs, and then uh, uh, Demolition from Mars. It's a whole cartoony thing over there. Yeah. Check it out, WOHW.com. I mean, I'm giving you a plug here, Kenny. Give me Hacksaw Jim Duggan. <laughs> you know, this is the second time you mentioned Hacksaw. Is there, what's going on with that? Well, it was his birthday, so I had to mention it. Okay. And um, I want to talk to Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> let's get raw. Tonight. All right. Let's get on to raw notes. Um, low points for me. This was a, a, by the way, this was a weird fucking raw. A weird <laughs> I told raw. you. I texted you. <laughs> yeah. No, this was a weird, very weird show. Um, yeah. Like you mentioned, like they, like three, three matches where they, some wrestlers were fighting twice. It's like, wait, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, but we have to rate it accordingly, I guess. Uh, right, let's go with the low points. Uh, for me, the lowest point in on Raw, um, actually, there was a couple of them I had. It was a one, 1.5. Uh, it was Jeff Hardy versus Jackson Riker, and then he went on to wrestle Elias. I yes. rated it all as a whole. Just Yeah, me way. too. And uh, I gave it a one and a half. I was like, all right, why are they involving Jeff? I thought Jeff, I mean... <laughs> They still, to me, they're still doing this storyline from last year with the parking lot. That's what they're still going with this. So I'm just like, are you kidding me with this? 
Um, another one and a half I gave was Xavier Woods versus T-Bar. Uh, really? But, yes. I mean, granted, T-Bar came out with the win, but I just there was just something about this match. I was I wasn't well, it was I, random. It was yeah. It was it was out of the blue, and and I guess because Kofi's injured. Uh, he's got yeah. like a broken jaw, so one side of his jaw is wired shut. They said, uh, um, but yeah, it was just out of nowhere, and I'm like, all right, why are they doing this? Uh, it would have made sense for him to maybe, like, I, and oh my god, and I can't believe I got to say this, but like if uh, Ricochet was gonna have a match against somebody from Retribution, and then he came out, yo, what the fuck, and help. Okay, I would get it. It give him something to do, but just yeah. out of nowhere with T Bar, I'm like, and then to lose to T Bar, I was like, yep. Yeah. All right, well, all right. That those are my low points. Uh, Elio, what low point did you have for Raw? Yeah, I've got the Jeff Hardy the two matches that he had. <laughs> um, yeah, and Nia uh, Jax, Shayna Baszler, Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, Rick. Uh, my my little points was <laughs> Jeff Hardy versus Elias versus Jackson Riker. <laughs> gave that a point five, but I also gave a point five to Matt Riddle versus MVP. What the hell was that? Yeah. What was yeah. that? That well, was we, terrible. Now, now the reason why, and I'm glad you brought that up, but the reason why is because they're saying that um, because Matt Riddle didn't sign, that was kind of like a punishment for him. So it's like. <laughs> well, it was a punishment for us too. Um, <laughs> also, I have to say this: uh, the Triple H Orton promo in the beginning, I gave it a one, and it's all because I told Tony that I said word for word what Randy yeah. Orton was going to say to Triple H to get him to turn back around, and yeah. they fucking did it. Oh, ball I first. Sorry, I forgot to bring that up. That was another old point. That Orton, as soon oh. as he said that, I'm like, no, why? We know this already. Like, that's not <laughs> like that. Oh, the way to get Triple H is to say he, her, his balls are in her purse. Uh, uh, that's the such oh, shit. Stop. Fuck out of here, man. We all so, know Triple H wears the fucking panties in that family. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. So now let me ask you guys a question. What about the storyline going on with Lacey Evans and Ric Flair? Bro, that's another <laughs> one. <laughs> that's not okay. And, and what about that? And, and that laugh that Lacey Evans does. I picture her standing over whatever victims tied to a railroad track. <laughs> with with that with that evil cackle or whatever it was. Bro, she's wow. like she's married and we've seen her daughter. Yes. So we know, like, come on, man. What are you yep. doing? That's true. That is true. Terrible. Terrible. Right. High points. Uh, Elio, what were your high points? I oh. okay, I gave it to to Lashley and Riddle. Oh, really? And uh, Keith Lee and Sheamus. Oh, wow. Yeah. No shit. What'd you give it? Those are, I gave those ones three. Oh, okay. All right, Rick, what'd you get? Now, you see, I couldn't give... Uh, Lee and Sheamus uh, a three because it was no explanation. Why the hell were they fighting each other? It literally went. <laughs> well, why would Drew McIntyre and Sheamus be in the crowd out of each other? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but it went from a tag team match to commercial <laughs> to, and we got a match, but there was no explanation. And yeah. then they hugged each other afterwards. Yeah. Well, my what, high point. Well, what the what they were trying to do <clears throat> was 
Remember how it was a couple of weeks, I think Elio just said it too. Yeah. Where yeah. And, and Drew were fighting and they hugged it out. Yeah. That's that's yeah. the angle they were going with with that. Oh, uh, well, they dropped the ball on that. I mean, yeah. my highest point for me was Orton versus Triple H. I gave it a three. And the only reason why this got a three was because say. Alexa Bliss gave him a fireball to the face. That was gold. And this was the best fireball I've ever seen. Right? I've seen fireballs in the past. This was right. <laughs> and Orton gold. sold it beautifully. Yes, he did. He sold it beautifully. Oh, my God. That was That's the only reason why that got a three for me. Yes. Tony, what was your high point? Well, uh, same thing. I mean, the, the, the thing of it is, like, even the Orton and Triple H, I gave it a low rating at first. But then when, when Alexa Bliss came out and uh, – you know, first of all, with with Triple H having the fire on the sledgehammer, that that was dope. Yes, and and I was just like, okay, that was the only good thing I liked about it. And then when Alexa Bliss came out and then shot the, I was like, and and the way she did it, it was creepy yep. enough for she where she's a pain Yes, yes, and 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 then she shot. I was like, wow, that is awesome. But I only gave it a two. I only gave it a two mm. because of that. Uh, but my highest uh, for Raw was Sheamus versus Keith Lee. I liked the match. Wow. I gave it a three. Yeah. Even though it didn't make sense, it was still a good match. Um, I had a lot of two and a halves, but that was just because it was a weird Raw. And, you know, uh, it was still okay, but it was just weird. But I understand why. And, and I found out later on, and this might make sense of why they were doing all this is because there were people that were close to drew they wanted to keep yeah um yeah so that's why they were doubling up um obviously we all know that drew got the 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 rona but they said it was mild which i've never heard before and then obviously when you see his promos he looked fine he didn't cough he didn't do any of that he looked fine so i'm just like and he he also said he has no symptoms yes yes so that was weird to me. So I was just like, okay. So I guess whoever was around uh, Drew, they were also quarantining for a little. Uh, I think it was just for that week. Was, they didn't do. The yeah. Two, they're not doing the two weeks, but they did it for the week because of the simple fact they just wanted to be sure that way they're not gonna. It's not gonna be spreading. So that's why this raw was a little bit odd. But I, I do got some side notes. Uh, Jim okay. Morrison, my man, he is too funny. He is. I didn't realize how funny he was until he did uh, when he was doing that promo. I was like, "Bro, you are hilarious, man!" I, I just kept <laughs> laughing. I kept laughing and laughing. And I will say this: another side note that I got is about Matt Riddle when he was talking to Lucha House Party, and then he goes, <laughs> "All right, I'll talk to y'all later, bro, Chachos." Yo, I lost it. <laughs> he keeps. He's, he's funny. <laughs> But you know what? I never thought, first of all, I, I was getting not too sick of the word bro because everything he says is bro. But I get the character is supposed to be like a stoner gimmick without <laughs> the drugs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everything Aww. is bro. And, and, and it's like, okay, that, it's funny, but sometimes it was getting a little bit carried away. But when he said this, I like literally did a spit take. I'm like, did he really just say bro tachos? Oh my God, that's <laughs> hilarious. So yeah, no, I cracked up a lot with that. I was like, I gotta write that in there so I can just keep saying bro tachos. <laughs> <laughs> so 
All right, bro, Tattoos. My my final score, my final rating for Raw was a 2.15. It wasn't bad, but it was just weird. Um, Rick, what what did you give it? <laughs> no, it was bad and it was weird. I gave it a 1.6. <laughs> Elio. 1.5. All right. There you go. <laughs> All right. It is now it, time NXT. for NXT POV. Mama Mia. I'm freaking got some bad news. All right. <laughs> NXT this God. week. My, best impression my lowest. Oh, yeah. Spot on. Spot on. Spot on. Uh, my lowest point. Now, NXT, I told you guys that I do not like this Dusty Classic. And boy, oh, boy, did I not like this NXT. Um, my lowest point was Timothy Thatcher and Ciampa interview. Why do you have music? Why is there music playing? <laughs> like, we, we already see the seriousness. And, and you got Timothy Thatcher. And like, right. oh, yeah, I'm looking yeah. at you. I gave that a one. I also gave a one to uh, Zia Lee defeating a jobber. Mm. I get it. You want to make her a badass, but the jobber did not sell that punch well. We didn't even get her the name. Valentina <laughs> yeah. Feroz. What that was Valentina it? again? Yeah. Oh, it really? Yep. That was the same girl from last yeah, week? Yep. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, Valentina. <laughs> wow. Um, but uh, that, that punch, it was like a doof hit her, and then she, oh, yeah, I, I, I got to sell it. Yeah. And then, oh, did not like it. I gave that a one. Uh, Tony, what was your low points of NXT? Same thing, Zia Lee versus her. I thought I put down Jabber because I didn't even catch her name. Uh, but also the Finn Balor promo, and then Pete Young. Mm. It was like for me, I'm like, not that I was lost about it. I was just like, wait, what? I, I gave it a one. Kylo, Kylo O'Reilly is not on his level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, what about Kylo O'Reilly talking with a broken jaw? Yeah. <laughs> 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 and what is this lately with broken jaws? Remember before it was the eye, now it's yeah, the jaw. Now it's the jaw. What the fuck? <laughs> Again, they were listening to the show. They they heard that and we said you the other what? parts were getting jealous. You, <laughs> you are absolutely right. You are absolutely right because we were bitching about the and we it was in the book too. WWE's eye yeah. obsession. Now is WWE's jaw obsession going to be in it? I think one more injury. <laughs> One more jaw injury, and then I think we put it in the book. For sure. That's a good point, Elio. <laughs> but yeah, that was my lowest. That was my lowest point. All right, Elio, what was your low points? My low point was the uh, same thin dollar in the Zaylee uh, match. Oof, yeah. Um, my high point, oof, let me look at this list. <laughs> oof, my highest point is a two. <laughs> it was Undisputed Era defeating Brizango. I gave that a two. And wow. it, was, it was a predictable finish. Yeah. And you know what my other two was? Finn Balor and Dunn's promo. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it wasn't terrible, but it was, again, it was confusing and I gave it a two. Yeah. But that's the highest point of, of NXT. Wow. I mean, I wanted, why did Candice LeRae beat uh, Shotzi Blackheart. Oh my God, I was so mad. Yeah. Uh, Why? Like that? That would have gotten a lot higher had it had it not yeah. happened. Yeah, I Ugh. agree with you. I agree. Yeah. And Dexter Loomis is garbage. It's hot garbage. <laughs> um, Tony, what was your high point of NXT? 
honestly, and this is going to throw you guys off a little bit, but my highest was Isaiah Scott Swerve and Jake Atlas versus MSK. I gave it a three. Okay. It a three. The, the debut of MSK. The Rascals, yeah. Yeah, and they kind of reminded me a little bit of uh, the tag team in uh, AEW. Um, I like them, too. Um, who is it? Top Flight? Flight? No, the other ones. The Acclaimed? Acclaimed. They kind of remind oh, me okay. of them and Top Flight combined. That's what they remind me of. But uh, they're not they're not bad. I mean, one is real tiny, though. I didn't realize yeah. how tiny he was. Uh, yeah, yeah, compared to the other guys. But he held his own. Um, I like this match. This this was my highlight of the show was this match. I just didn't Maybe like – I didn't like that uh, they kicked out of uh, that move, that that yeah. the gravity move they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah. The, I did not like that they kicked out of that. That's mm-hmm. ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Elio, high points. High points was the MSK versus uh, Jake Atlas, Isaiah Scott match. Nice. Oh, What'd you give me? A three. Interesting. Interesting. But stupid. Uh, my <laughs> my overall rating. <laughs> you walked right into that one. Uh, my mm-hmm. overall rating for NXT is a one point four. Tony. Wow, I gave it a one point nine two. Uh, Elio. One point seven. One point seven. Okay. 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 All right, Elio. All right. So now let's get into AEW Dynamite. All right. All right. Booty. <laughs> High points. No points. Low points? Uh, The Inner Circle promo. I mean, the only thing I cracked up at that Inner Circle promo is when Santana uh, looked at uh, at JF and was like, why is your hands darker than your face? I I told you guys. (laughs) So that was funny, but still, the promo for me was like, you know, I'm getting to the point where, where it's like, for me, this whole inner circle thing is boosting Jericho's uh, ego. Yeah. The song, I'm getting so tired of it. He comes out and he has his look <laughs> like, yeah, I'm still good. Look at these people singing my song. And, yeah, and why do know. they still think that this is awesome? They're for Because it is, Tony. Totally- no, it's not. Get the fuck out of here. No, it's Tony, not. Tony, last night, I turned out all the lights. I put my speaker all the way up and I... <laughs> Judas is the Judas in my mind. Here we come. I'll become. I'll become man. Well, I might put your ass in the book, Rick. <laughs> it's so good. Listen, you have to put Elio too because Elio does the same thing. Elio, you do the same thing. I, I do. I, I try to stress along with you. Then. <laughs> oh my god, I'm putting both of y'all in the book. If I hear this comment from both of y'all, I'll put myself in the book. <laughs> I love that song. Jesus. No, it's getting played out. Come on. It's enough. Stop. (laughs) Stop. I mean, and then the thing of it is they show Jericho's fucking face like "Mm." Like, he already looked like he's (sighs) I'm ashamed that both of y'all just want y'all to know. I'm ashamed of shame on But the inner circle promo, I gave it a 0.5. And also the Britt Baker promo with Cody. Uh, What was the meeting room? I hated it. Do you know why I hated it, though? I think it was cool because Britt Baker is actually pretty funny. But I hated it because it was with Cody Rhodes. Why? Yeah, I agree with you. Why with Cody Rhodes out of all fucking people? Why Cody Rhodes? Why Cody Rhodes? Why? I agree. 
I gave it a point five, and the other one I gave a point five to, and I hate it to do this, but the Serena D versus Ty Conti, I gave it a point five. I was not interested at all in this match. I wasn't. I was like, wow, this is boring. This is straight up boring. Ty Conti is not ready for that type of match. She's not. I've seen so many mistakes. I was like, this is awful. This is just straight up bad. She's not ready. She's not ready. Put her in dark. Is that what this is called? Dark? AEW dark? Yeah. Put her, dark, yeah. Put her in that to harness her craft. Right now, it's like, no. It's, Tony. She, she's Tony. bad. But what about her assets? The assets I, I was clearly looking at. And uh, the I was, <laughs> I was, damn, that was hard to do that in a straight face. For journalistic but, purposes only. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Save my arse. But <laughs> it was... <laughs> no, that, that match is just terrible. I gave it a point five. Three point five wow. for me. Three. Wow. Three. Wow. Yep. yep. Unreal. Didn't like it. Didn't like it. Hated it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. All right. Yeah. Um, for me, my lowest point, uh FTR defeating Jurassic Express. I gave that a point five. That was just too long. That was just a right. <laughs> You have Marco Stunt yeah. doing damage FTR? Really? That's yeah. what we're doing now? Mm-hmm. And uh, my other point, go ahead. Sorry, not to cut you off, Rick, but you know who I feel sorry for the most? It's fucking Jungle, Jungle Boy. Boy. He, yeah. he is so underrated. So underrated. Yeah, and he's absolutely. With, to me, in my opinion, and it's nothing against, um, uh, what's the, the tall dude? Luchasaurus. Luchasaurus, sorry. Nothing against him, but I think Jungle Boy doesn't need them to. They they just don't. And honestly, and not be for real, if they split up, Marco stunts in trouble because he can't go solo. Yeah. He needs to be with somebody. But I hate that character even more watching this match. But I feel yeah. sorry for Jungle Boy because just like how I said about H2, it's the same thing with him. He is so underrated and so underutilized as far as his potential that is it's it's hurting him. I, yeah. I, in my opinion, I think AEW is hurting Jungle Boy more than any other talent they got there. Jungle Boy is really, really talented, and he needs to just venture off by himself. Fuck Luchasaurus. Fuck Marco Stunt. I can't stand him now. After watching this <laughs> match, exactly yeah. what you just said, Rick. He's really doing damage to FTR. Really? Get the fuck out of here. Sorry. The, but that guy no, I get you. Um, but another little point I gave a one to was Darby Allen defeating Brian Cage. Are you oh, fucking for real? Are you for real? The but fucking guy got that, thrown like a dart. Him. He pinned him. He pinned him. He pinned him. He threw him like a fucking dart through a table. Yeah. <laughs> and he pinned him. And Sting's rolling this. Oh no! no. It, it's just no. It's terrible. And you know what, Tony? Uh, this may be blasphemous for me. I feel bad for Taz. <laughs> he, he's all the wrapped fuck? up in this shit. <laughs> he's all wrapped up in this shit. There's no getting out. <laughs> That's what you get, you motherfucker, for stealing from us. fucking denying it. I feel bad for you, but you fucking wow. deserve that shit, bro. <laughs> Fuck, man. Um, yeah, that, those are my low points. Elio? Okay, my low points are uh, the Brian Cage uh, match. Uh, 
the waiting room because, because yeah, because of what Tony said, we Cody is of being the first guest and mm-hmm. um yeah. also like gave a one to that Mad Party 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 segment backstage. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, when 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 Matt, Hardy, when Matt Hardy said the Matt Hardy brand, the first thing that came to mind was oh, Robert Stone brand. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you guys just started, and you already are upset. Like yeah. literally a week exactly. went by. Exactly, and it's funny because that's what I got on my side note. What the fuck, Matt Hardy? That's what I got as a side note. <laughs> what the fuck, Matt Hardy? And the waiting so room. Let me, so is it Matt Hardy's the heel and private party's the face? Yeah. It, it's not making yeah, you, know, you, you said it in the beginning. AEW storylines is just it's like what the fuck is going on? And people yeah. are defending this. Yeah. I'm sorry if you're an AEW fan, and I know it always sounds like we're bashing AEW, but we're calling it like it is. You know, we we're all entitled to our own opinion. And and like Rick is not going to say AEW is bad just because I said AEW is bad. Elio yeah. is not going to say AEW is bad because I said it or Rick said it. If they think that it's good, they're going to say it's good, whether I disagree with him or not. And that goes with the global guys. You know, if it's bad, it's bad. They're going to we're going to call it as we see it. If it was good, then it was good. But people need to understand this is what the fuck serious. And I'm the thing is, I don't want nothing bad to happen to any wrestling organization because they all need the work and it's and, yeah. and we just have a passion for wrestling so we're not doing this for, to get attention we're not doing this so we can say you know get a few likes on facebook or or twitter or whatever or instagram we're not doing it for that we're doing it because we're calling it as we see it if it's bad we're not going to defend it and to make it good and that's what people don't understand is like, oh you're just a hater you're just like, no, <laughs> I hate that fucking storyline. <laughs> Serious. Ridiculous. <laughs> now it's time for your now it's time for your high points. <laughs> okay, high ready? points. Oh yeah. shit. All right. Well, high points. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I thought we did that already. <laughs> no. All right. My high point, and to me, it it, it stole the show and this is going to be odd, but my highest point, and I gave it a three, was Eddie Kingston versus Pac. I, I gave it yes. a three. I like it. Eddie Kingston is good, and 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 I, he's another one, in my opinion, I think is, is underrated, in my opinion. He yeah. cuts a damn good promo, and he can wrestle. And, he, and the thing with Eddie Kingston, before you go, Rick, the thing with Eddie Kingston, he can tell, and, he, and this is rare, he can tell a story when he's wrestling, and I love that. Yeah. I love that. He can definitely tell a story when he's wrestling. But yeah, that was my only high point. <laughs> uh, well, Sports Illustrated said he's top 10. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey. Okay. Sure. Why not? Why not? Oh, man. <laughs> okay. And Rick. Rick. My high point. Be more, be more confident, Elio. Yeah, Rick. Go ahead, Rick. What's your high Go point? Go ahead. All right. There you uh, go. My give me a high point. point. My high points, and you know what? This may be because I'm biased, but I'm giving a 3.5 to Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers defeating Danny Limelight and the Varsity Blondes. Danny <sighs> Limelight is damn blasphemy. fucking good. You know what, Rick? He's You've been blasphemous. Good. Blasphemous. Blasphemous. <laughs> You've been blasphemous this whole episode. Nah, that, that, was, that was a damn good match. Um, I gave, Also, I gave the waiting room a three because Jesus. I think... 
I think Britt Ooh. Baker found what she's good at in professional wrestling, and it's wait not minute, wrestling. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You know what? You, Rick, you've been pushing my buttons. You're going in the book. <laughs> <laughs> You're going in the book. Rick's blasphemous. <laughs> not blasphemy. Blasphemy. <laughs> Rick, you're going in the book. Blasphemous. Blasphemous. There you go. Rick, do the honors. Uh, Rick? Rick's blasphemous? You just made the book. I'll take it. Because you know what? This was a solid AEW show. I'll give you that. Uh, Danny... Danny Limelight continues to blow me away. Uh, the, the Good Brothers is a good spot for them. Um, the Waiting Room was a good spot. I love, I think Britt Baker actually found her spot in professional wrestling, and it's to be a host of some sort. So that's why I gave that a, a three. I also, I also gave a three to Miro defeating Chuck Taylor because Miro looks solid, finally. Mm-hmm. Elio. Okay, my high point was. Hawk and Eddie Kingston. <laughs> I give that one a three. Yeah. yeah. Along with that video at the beginning. I really enjoyed the video. Yeah. Package tape show. Ow. Yep. I agree. Oh. No Elio's blasphemy? No. No, no. <laughs> he picked the same one I picked. <laughs> Elio was close though. I think he is the show's still not over. Still got a little bit to go <sighs> for him to be blasphemy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, actually, I, I gave the a three to the elite and the versus limelight and rushing bronze. Oh, oh, wow. oh, what? Oh, wow, that's the match I put that put me into the book. Wait, which match? Danny Limelight in the, the varsity blondes. No, the one that got you in the book, Rick, was you saying that fucking Brick Baker's. Fucking oh, that was the Brick Baker. <laughs> that's the one that got the you. One that gave me 0.5 to. <laughs> Oh man! All right. Overall, All right. okay. Overall, I overall. gave I gave AEW a two point three this week. Damn. Yeah. Wow. I gave it a one point three seven this week. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. No, a lot of points. What'd you give it? Mine was straight two. Okay. Nice. All right. So it is now time for NXT versus AEW. Currently on the Wednesday Night Delight, NXT is ahead seven to six. Uh, TJ Logan put in his vote for NXT this week. Um, I put in my vote for AEW. Where's you at, uh, Elio? Okay, uh, while I uh, gave AEW two, I did enjoy that uh, one that uh, tag team over NXT, that tag team match, so I'm going to go with NXT this week. All right, and Tony? Yeah, I mean, but just by a little bit. NXT wasn't that great, but it was okay. It was all right. NXT was a little bit better, so I'm going to go with wow. NXT. Shocking, shocking. NXT goes up 8 to AW6. It is now time for the SmackDown Breakdown. All yeah, right. We used to have a good jingle for that. Yeah. Suck it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So what were your low points for SmackDown? Elio, low points. Low points. Uh, King Corbin and Rey Mysterio. I'm done with uh, the Mysterios and I watched him on my screen. And Liv Morgan and Natalia, the only entertaining part about this was Billy Kay. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> What'd you give him? A 0.5? No, I gave him both a one. Oh, both a oh. one. Damn, man. Elliot, uh, Tony, what was your low points? 
Oh, I had a couple of them, um, but the ones that stood out was the Bailey promo with Bianca Belair. Like it was okay, but I I just was not into it. I was I wasn't ding dong. Hello, <laughs> it's funny, but I wasn't into the whole segment. I was just I gave it a point five. Oh um, no! The ones that were really close to it was the Ray Mysterio versus Corbin. I gave it a one, and the uh, the Roman promo at the end with Adam Pierce. I'm like, yeah, all right, where's yeah. this going? And then. You know, I mentioned it in my rumors earlier. I don't know if you guys listened to it. And then I watched, you know, SmackDown during the break and it came out to be true. So there you go. Uh, with Kevin Owens. Yeah. So when they waste yeah. our time with uh, that gauntlet match and have that Pierce win. Exactly. That, that's where, you know, uh, that's exactly where I'm coming from with it. Is that they, then what was the purpose of doing that gauntlet match? For what? Yeah, uh, if anything, exactly. If anything, they should have gave, gave it to Shinsuke. It looked, Shinsuke popped in that gauntlet match you know because i'm sorry to say last year when they did the same was it last year or the year before i think it was the year before that with kingston you know he was a replacement for ali yeah and kingston shined in that and what did they do they pushed him all the way through wrestlemania here shinsuke shined and popped and you do this to him seriously shinsuke looked good in that gauntlet match and then yep. you do this. Are you serious? What was the purpose of that then? To do this well, fucking dumb storyline with what? It might be repeated because Kofi didn't win that gauntlet match. He just looked really good. Shinsuke yeah, also yeah, yeah. looked really good. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. You're right. No, I, I hear you. I remembered. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But still, I mean, for me, it's like, oh, come on, man. Really? Yeah. Really? You did that to Shinsuke? It should have been him, not Kevin Owens. Now I'm not honestly. I'm not even invested in this. I'm not. Yeah, and this is the main event. Yeah, for the Royal Rumble. Yep. I'm, I'm not, not invested in it. And you know what? And I said this. I said this storyline is bad with Kevin Owens and Roman, and it's killing Roman. Honestly, now it is. And what bothered me was I was like, oh god, they're going from Kevin Owens to Adam Pierce. This is gonna kill Roman. No, this is a continuation of Kevin Owens' storyline. Yeah. So it's just as bad. It's yeah. just terrible. I gave. Yep. For me, I gave that a 0.5. It was just god-awful. Roman Reigns and uh, Adam Pearce and Kevin always being involved. I also gave a 1 to Corbin and Mysterio. I thought that was terrible. But I do have an Adam Pearce story for you. Uh Apparently, our good friend TJ Logan at uh, Recipe POV Global had a little issue with Adam (laughs) Pearce. And uh, he was uh, – TJ was uh, uh, ring announcing – in Canada, where he's from, mm-hmm. and uh, if you didn't know that, he's Canadian. Um, <laughs> uh, he was ring announcing, and Adam Pierce made a pass by when he was the NWA champion. And just because he was a bad guy at the time, he pushed TJ into the first row, and oh, TJ was not expecting it. So TJ was so pissed off, and he was just wow. like contemplating punching him in the face. So when they get to the back, TJ approaches him and is like, yo, I was going to punch you in the face for that. And then Adam <laughs> Pierce responded with, well, you would have lost. And TJ was like, yeah, but I would have broke your fucking nose. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, shit. Wow. So, uh, a similar incident with you, Rick, in Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah, I had an incident similar with, with Chris, the headliner, Michaels. Yeah. He pushed me like six feet. <laughs> yeah, he pushed you hard. He wow. did. But uh, I have to say this. Uh, everybody that's talking about Adam Pierce, fuck off. Adam <laughs> Pierce fucking sucks. 
Yeah, like, oh, he was NWA champion. Yeah. Oh, oh, did you know that? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, he was I NWA champion five times. Fuck off. <laughs> Adam Pierce fucking sucks. Yeah, I said it. Adam Pierce sucks. Stop yeah. it. Stop it. He is just a guy that's fucking in the background right now. He's John Laurinaitis. Of the 2021 year. Oh, Come on man, now. That's terrible. Oh, did you know John Laurinaitis used to ride on a skateboard to the ring? Oh, oh, that's <laughs> fucking care. irrelevant. I don't care. <laughs> Fuck out. Come on. Yeah. Adam Pierce sucks. I agree. All right, Elio, your high points of SmackDown. I points I gave it Cesaro Daniel Bryan. Yes. What did you give it? 3.5. Wow. All right, Tony. For me, honestly, it was the Jay Uso versus Shinsuke. I gave it a three. Ooh, yeah. I like that one a lot better than the Daniel Bryan and versus Cesaro. Now, granted, that was a good match, but I didn't. I didn't. For me, the Shinsuke versus Jay was a lot better. Now, the only yeah. gripe I do have was just the simple fact that there was only one match in forty-seven minutes of SmackDown. I was yeah. like, you got to be kidding me with this. You gotta be kidding yeah. me. SmackDown, I'm telling you, that's what's failing them right now is the simple fact that they do these stupid fucking segments, useless segments, and they like they do it in the first hour. It's like, no, you only got a two, you're only a two hour show. Like yeah. if it was if it was raw, it's like, all right, they're a three hour show, whatever. You got time for that. But it's like they're it looks like they're trying to tell too much of a story in the beginning of the show without wrestling. And it's like, no, you, yeah. do, you no, you don't. You just don't do that. And that's that's the only gripe I have about it. But yeah, no, that was Jay Uso versus Shinsuke. Really good match. And I just hope maybe because, you know, they've been pushing Shinsuke a lot lately. And they also been mentioning a lot that he was a uh, winner of the Royal Rumble. Yeah, Could he win it this week uh, or not this week. Can he win it at the pay-per-view? You know, it's like he has a good chance. And if they keep booking him the way they are, I'd say, yeah. yeah I'd say, All right. He might be a pick. Um, my high point for SmackDown was Cesaro defeating Daniel Bryan. I gave it a 3.5. I also gave it three to Nakamura defeating Jey Uso. I thought they were solid matches. But I got to tell you, man, the person that stole the show was Billy Kay. Mm-hmm. This girl, oh, my God. Hilarious. She is amazing. She is hilarious. Let me tell no, you. She, yeah. oh She's got a shirt. It's, it's, it's not mosh pitting. It's mosh pishing. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. I was dying. <laughs> I had head. to rewind it. No. And then she was like, it's on my resume now. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Yes. I'm like, is she really saying mosh pishing? <laughs> yes. And she does have a shirt, Tony. She uh, does have a it's shirt. It's terrible. It is. But, uh, it is. What do they call it? Like the 50 cake? Shades... Fifty Shades of K. Is it? Is that what it's called? Because it shows her yeah. kicking, like in a kicking motion, which is yeah, weird. yeah. It's but terrible. They bro, should just do a resume shirt. Oh yes, yes, that I would buy. But let me tell you something. Yes. She is just too fucking. She did absolutely stole the show. Uh, I mean, she's yeah. funny, man. And and I actually, I have a side note about her that it's actually a question to you guys. Um, do yeah. you think that uh, they're using Billy Kay like our truth as a comic? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Do you think that it's different? It's different. No, uh, unlike our truth, I I want to see Billy Kay every week on. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. 
But you're right. You are right. Rick. You're right. You're right. No, it's true. And it, but it's different, Tony. I think our truth. The thing is, he's actually wrestling and he's having matches and he's taking yeah. up time. Billy Kay is doing commentary and she's ringside. During. She's yeah during somebody else's match, which I'm fine with because right. it's all connected. You know, I want to. I listen, man. Yo, she's doing amazing. Like mm-hmm. it's like literally amazing. I wanted to buy her shirt. But his shirt is garbage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But at least he's got I, a shirt. <laughs> that's true. I ended up buying a, a ding dong hello <laughs> Bailey shirt. And yo, Bailey, if you guys are fans of Bailey, check out the Broken Skull Sessions. I don't ever promote other shows, but check out Broken Skull Session with Stone Cold and, and Bailey. It yeah. is fucking epic. It's so good. Uh you get to see Bailey in a different side, and it's just good. This is really yeah. good. Um, overalls for SmackDown, guys. Uh, Elio, overall for SmackDown. 1.9. Okay, Tony? I gave it a 1.57. Wow. And I yeah. gave it a 2.1. Jeez. All right. Let's get in, let's get into our Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT. Currently, Raw uh, NXT is ahead 20 to Raw's 12 to SmackDown 7. I'm going to go first this week, and I'm going to tell you guys, I went with SmackDown. Uh, Raw and then NXT this week. Uh, so, uh, Elio, what did you do? I have the same. Like, um, I gave well, I gave NXT to uh, SmackDown, which is just a better show for me. So, I went uh, SmackDown, Raw, and NXT. All right, uh, Tony, how I have it on my notes, I have Raw at 2.1, uh, NXT at 1.92, and SmackDown at a 1.57. But I think Oof. NXT, in my opinion, was just a little bit better than both shows. So uh, I have it at NXT, Raw, and SmackDown. You can't – I mean, seriously, you can't justify one match in 47 minutes for a two-hour show and say that that was a good show. Seriously. Hey, I mean, hey. Bad. Tony. That's bad. Tony. Tony. That's it's bad. It's justified. No. SmackDown wins this week. Oh, that's the wrong – it's wrong because, I mean, the rest of the show sucked. You know, no. the fucking the Bailey promo, the fucking Roman promo with Adam Pierce, you know, Apollo Ding versus Sami Zayn. Come in. <laughs> and then I'm and, uh, because, like, I'm no, right here. Hold up. We didn't talk about this, but Apollo Crews talking with Roman. Yes. Where the fuck they That's interesting. That? That's interesting. But, 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 but this is where they failed. They had him go up against Sami Zayn. Yeah. Why? That made it made no sense. That's what I'm talking about. The whole SmackDown show didn't make no sense. Well, what they're doing is they're trying to build. uh, I think they're trying to build uh, Roman versus Biggie, and like Biggie beats Apollo again, and then Roman's like, "Roman, handle your business." Or Apollo? No, I think Roman. Well, see, that doesn't make sense either. Made more sense for Apollo. Like if Apollo starts joining uh, Roman, you know. Well, if yeah, and Apollo joins Roman, but he keeps losing to Big E. And then Roman's like, yo, let me handle your business for you. Right. Yo, we could have a universal title versus IC title at yeah. WrestleMania, guys. Yeah, but it just doesn't make sense. It makes more it, sense it for Apollo. No, it don't. Tony, you're going in the book, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> All right, where are we at now? I'm no, The book is where we're at right oh, now. Oh, yeah, let's go into the book. All right. <laughs> For those that are new to the show, basically what we do is with the most ridiculous things that happen in the week of wrestling. And uh, we do it just to get a good laugh and, uh, 
you know, with this pandemic still going on, it's like, oh my God, it's going to be over though soon. I have a feeling. All right, we ready? <laughs> Live January 20th. Yeah, after January 20th, it'll be all better. Uh, Liv Morgan's cage wedgie. We, Tony, that's the lifer. <laughs> Is it a lifer? Is it? Hold on, let me let me double check my notes. Uh, I don't have it as a lifer. Did we do it as? Did we do it as a lifer? I, I think so. No, we did not. I I I, I, I think we did. No, because it's still in there. When did we do it? Last week. <laughs> yeah. the last week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Last week. All right. Hopefully, I'll remember to put it in there. <laughs> Coronavirus stays. MVP's stays. older brother suit stays. Jericho and Con Demo that stays. Drew's dragon breath. Even and then quarantine <laughs> was bad. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Roman's chapas stays. Candace's wings they stay. She had it this week. She had yep. it this week. Uh, the way. They stay. They got a shirt. Did you see that? They yeah, the way. Shirt. Terrible. When, when I think of the way, I think of that song by Fastball from '98. <laughs> That's all. They got a shirt though. God, man, ridiculous. AEW rankings. Stay. Carmella's champagne shower. Oof. That stinks. <laughs> Reginald versus Sasha Banks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's another thing that happened too. Uh, Bronson's little lizard. <laughs> Stays. <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. Hold the phone. Oh, we yeah. missed a very important part of fucking SmackDown. Yeah. It's Ray's Ray Mysterio's tidy whities <laughs> Yes. What yes. What was he doing? That what? was the worst gear I've ever seen. That is worse. That's bad. I was gonna say that's the bad. Word. That's bad. So it's going in the book. We're putting it yes. in. Yes. So, uh, so, so okay. I called you Ray. Hey, <laughs> look hey like what are you doing? You dress um, like him too. <laughs> <laughs> What's his company called? The Hefe now. Yeah, Hefe. <laughs> Ray's Hefe. tiny whiteies. You just made the book. There we go. All right. Uh, where were we at with Bronson's little? Yeah, book? that stays. <laughs> Yeah, no, Angelo. He did it right in the promo. You lost. You lost. Yeah. You're saying, yeah. Elias Dookie Finger. Stays. Yo, he got the bandage. Literally. <laughs> Remember? He, he, had, he had his thumb yes. wrapped up. Yes, yes. Oh, my God. Uh, what is this? Alicia's forehair? Hair. Hair. Oh, Alicia Fox's hair. hair. It's like an R. Alicia Fox's hair. Last day, so at least another week. All right, uh, this fucking thing, you guys kill me. Uh, Priest's needle dick. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't seen him, so we'll see if it stays. <laughs> Adam Pierce's Batman. Stays. Uh, <laughs> the new entrance into the book this week is Ray's Tidy Whities and yes. Rick's Blasphemous. <laughs> That'll be out next week. <laughs> All right, that is it. I think I've made it into the book more than anybody, more than Charlotte. No, I thought like I I thought this was like your second time. No, this is like my fourth time in the book for your obsession with Edge. You were in what was the other one? Seth Rollins. With the what? Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. Oh yeah, for for, yeah for his sore throat. 
And what was the other one? They, so this is third. I was in. I was in. I was in the global book. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> what an accomplishment, Rick! How come you don't yes. use that one <laughs> instead of what? You- I'm the greatest ever in the book. <laughs> in El Libro. <laughs> All right, that's it for the show. Before we close out the show, though, uh, I will play a song from my playlist, and uh, it's called the Five Second Shuffle, and it'll be Elio against Rick. Uh, a lot of trash talking between y'all two, but uh, it's just for fun and games. It's just how we ride off into the sunset until next week, where we are getting closer to the Royal Rumble. And uh, yeah, so with that being said, I am your host, Tony Diaz, along with the gentleman, Elio Canella, and the third wheel, Toronto the third, and our intern. Yeah, he's not here. He hasn't been here all episode. You guys okay. haven't noticed. Well, there you he's go. He's going to be pissed at you next week. <laughs> Love, peace, and wrestling. We'll see y'all next week. Peace out. All right, you guys ready? Yes, yep. sir. Here we go. Kinda. Stephanie, kind of. Uh, that goes to Elio. Elio got it. Elio got it. China. China. Yes, China. Yeah. Damn. That's a Stephanie. Oh, did you really? Oh, yeah. I can see why. All right. Here we go. No, we won't. The end. That is right. (laughs) (laughs) Who is that? The The end. end. It's uh, the pay per view. Armageddon pay per view. Armageddon. That don't count. Come on. <laughs> that don't count. You might have to you, uh, put something in for no, that. No, that don't count. I'm just saying. I just recognized that song. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. I even added a second. Oof. Yeah. And and I will say this. This person's uh, entrance, uh, I think this is like his third one. Third or fourth one that I've heard. So... Think of it that Oof. way. Hall of Famer. I'll give you a hint. Hall of Famer. <laughs> right? That one is hard. <laughs> nothing? Nothing. 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 What would you say, Elio? I got nothing. Nothing? It is Mark Henry. Uh, Mark, Mark Henry. Henry? Yes, Mark Oof. Henry. Mark okay. Henry. Okay. Yep, it's called The Wall. Hold on. Let me play a little bit more. I've never heard that in my life. <laughs> Really? All right. I go. never heard him use that to enter. Oh my God. You, I tell you right now, none of y'all are going to guess this. Is that Rico? No. Uh, Marcus Corvone? Yes. Corvone? Yes. <laughs> That's who it is. <laughs> You're not getting that point, though, because I said the first name. <laughs> All right. I was still out one nothing. Yep. Gangrel. Gangrel. Yes. Who said it first? Because it's hard for me to hear. All right. So it's tied up. Tied up. Here's the tiebreaker. Kalisto. No. What'd you say? Kalisto. No. No, that's Asuka. Asuka. Yeah. Asuka. Yes. But you know what, though? I, I got to say it is a tie because Elio got the one that was the end. I didn't expect. All right. So, all right. So, tiebreaker. You want to do a tiebreaker? All right. We'll do yes. That's ridiculous. 
<laughs> That's ridiculous. Rage. It's from NXT. Did oh, they have a pay per view oh, called Rage? I don't know. You know, I don't either. I don't remember. I don't even. All right. Here we go. Here we go. We'll get it. No. It's a smack. Yeah. This one is very, very hard. And it's. You know what? I'm. I'll do something else. It's. It's called. It's Christmas ready. Okay. Generation X. I got. Oh, that's a Christmas <laughs> one from Uncaged. Yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah, from Uncaged. Yeah. Cody Rhodes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Smoke and mirrors. Yeah. Really? You knew wow. that too? I didn't even yeah. know. That. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Wow, yes. that was a good job. Wow. Wow. It's, it's called Smoke and Mirrors. Ugly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, when that's when he had, when he had the, the mask. Uh, the oh, mask. yeah. That's yeah. when he had the mask. Yeah. That's why I didn't recognize it off the jump because it was the remixed one. But yeah, that's the one. That's the one. He's ugly. <laughs> wow. We don't know the rights. 